0: welcome everybody back to garage time where the beers are cold just like my bets let's get into it
1: What's up, man? Happy uh, happy, no longer big game week.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're out of that. We're on uh, recovery week now, big game recovery week.
1: Yeah, I didn't fare so well at the book. What is it?
0: Not at the book. No, I, 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 I forgot. I don't know how much I'm down. It wasn't exorbitant amounts, but I lost probably 80% of the bets I had on that game.
1: Yeah, normally uh, 50, it's like 52.35% is uh, bare minimum for profitability. So
0: that yeah, well, you're I saying you that. were not you were not there, not there, no. Okay.
1: <laughs> so we won't have an Alex's. Uh, maybe we no we can we could do like an Alex's fade me corner right where you give your bet mm-hmm. and then everybody knows just fade just the away. shit out of you right. Just bet I mean, the other way.
0: Right now, my uh, NHL bets I'm watching right now aren't working very well. See, the key is to get back on the horse. Right, you go down big on Sunday, Tuesday, we're back on the horse, we're going again.
1: So it's funny you say that because there I forget the guy's name. Um, it's like Mezinger. I forget his name, but there's a betting method that says that, and it says every time you lose triple it, you double your bet on the next one. Yeah,
0: there's. I was literally just looking at. Uh, uh saw on our new on the new betting apps we have. We use DraftKings. So they have casino availability, table games and stuff you can play online, which I'm probably the, much
1: better odds. It's probably way safer for you to play in their safer, casino.
0: It's safer, but it's more dangerous also at the same time. But I was uh, being so, facetious. Yes, inc- correct. But uh, uh, for roulette, there's one where it's every time you lose, you triple your bet, and in general, you're gonna come out victorious if you stick to the plan. You can't you can't puss out once you're up to twenty five thousand is your next bet, like. Right, so you could start at a dollar, but after you lose five or six times, you're up to twenty nine dollars a bet all of a sudden, and you're like, "Wait a minute, you, you can't yeah, eventually you can't back down because yeah. the minute you back down, the, is you're gonna you're gonna come up."
1: Lost. I mean, what is it? Is that just the idea of betting on like? black and just red black.
0: just black and red okay 50, i was gonna say
1: because 36 to 1 odds no, i don't know if i can No, make it's, it it's just that.
0: on black and red because you you lose you bet three next time you hit you'll make up what you lost yeah yada, so yada, i mean
1: you yada. could do that you could do that like on the craps table just playing on, the, on like you know just the pass line or playing on the come something like that right except in general it's not
0: 50 50 i know red and black isn't 50 50 either but it's as close as you're gonna get to because the only time, only thing that isn't fifty fifty is they have two green markers on there. That's so, but there's only one of each of those. So
1: just to fuck with you,
0: yeah.
1: I don't know. Did I think we talked about this before, right? Didn't we? Yeah, didn't we? In the 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 way old days, I, I told you the story about the guy uh, when I was in college, walked up and like cash like four grand. Yeah, drinking like a G and T. I was like bullshitting with his people. And they're like, the dealer's like, hey, Rob. They cashed in his four grand like it was no fucking big deal. And the guy just put dots all over the roulette board. Pop, pop, Didn't pop, even pop, pop. watch. Could you imagine just being like, here, let me put $3,000 on this table and not even pay attention. Mm-hmm. And of course it like landed on one with a stack and there was edges and corners that he was bet on it. He, he stayed for two rolls. I think he walked out with like sixteen grand. They cashed him at like sixteen grand.
0: See, that's the stupid money that we all aspire to have.
1: Uh, God, man. Like, what is that guy's... Like, what's his 1099R form? I, maybe it's a 1099C, whatever now, it is. Now,
0: maybe he just has balls of steel and nerves of steel, and that was his mortgaged house that he just did under his wife's nose last night. And there maybe probably, he just didn't care. Uh, there
1: was... There was something under their nose. I doubt it was their mortgage. Okay, <laughs> some Colombian bam bam because he had this like a
0: book probably,
1: of sugar. I'm probably drafting him up to be more than what he was, but I feel like he had like this gray and black silk shirt on. And more than I think about it, of course he had a gray and black silk shirt on. Mm-hmm, I mean, what kind mm-hmm. of asshole goes to an Indian reservation casino in the middle in of nowhere. college town? Yeah, and, yeah, and in an American college town and bets like three thousand dollar spins on roulette. A guy that wears a gray and black silk shirt.
0: Although, as I lean back and ponder that strategy, especially if you're somebody of the older persuasion that isn't college age, as a way of uh, introducing yourself to the locals and to the uh the people that frequent that, it's probably not a bad way to get noticed.
1: Yeah, go splash $3,000 uh-huh. at a casino. Yeah. Even no, that's, if that's not the yeah, money you have I'd, to spend.
0: That'll get some attention to you.
1: Oh, yeah. It'll get some attention, especially when I miss. And I fucking... Can't let it phase you. I try to snatch and grab from the table and run out because I just spent all of my money for the next month. Get lots of attention. Yeah, you would. Mugshot all over the place. I don't know. I didn't do too bad. I didn't didn't do too bad. Tom Brady screwed me Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. at the end of the first half. Uh, On that uh, square, which is like, it always happens. I'm sure it happens to everybody. Terrible luck in squares. The only time, one of the only times I ever won a square, I think I was like 10 or 12 years old. (laughs) We were down at, I was down at the Davis's and it was like dollar squares, whatever. And I didn't even know I won. The way I found out I won is I actually stole a candy bar from Meyer with dad. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, my dumb ass was like I could like I straight swiped it. Right. right. No one caught me nothing, right? So we're in the car and I just whip out this Snickers bar. Well that's not what like you the should. like the the man who just bought the groceries didn't realize I didn't buy you a Snickers bar. Mm-hmm. I did it right there in front of him, like, what an idiot. And he was like, Where'd you get that? And I'm like, Oh, I bought it. And he knew damn well I didn't buy it. He's like, Where'd you get the money? And I'm like, Fuck, where did where did I get the money? Was well, I, I wasn't ready for a follow up. Yeah. I'm like, oh I won a square at uh the Super Bowl party at the Davises. He's like, Oh, you did? So he called he called uh he called the dad. Mm-hmm. And he was, he asked him and he was like, Yeah, yeah, no, he won a square. I was like, fuck. Ooh. I think at this point dad knew that like that's not what happened. Yeah, but he but got, somehow it played out to this point.
0: You gotta let I was it ride. Like,
1: Alright, I mean the Snickers,
0: whatever. Also, there's yeah, no evidence to the contrary now, so it's.
1: I mean, Grant, I, I never was apart from him, right? Right. There was no, there was no transaction that could have happened between me and some phantom cashier, right? The follow. So he knew
0: the follow-up question to Mister Davis is, "Did you pay him the dollar?"
1: Right. Right. When that can that he was... pick his money up?
0: Yeah. Jeez, I'll tell you, we didn't, we didn't get any squares set up. I. You had got well, some from work. Going. I haven't been in the office. And you know what? I'm glad because I would have done. They, they always do. There's a $10 game to get in. There's a $5 game to get in. And there's 15 people passing around. I'm a gambler. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll get the money. Just sign, put me down for a couple. And then I never win anything. And I end up blowing $100 just on seven different square sheets. And I go, this was just a waste of time. Because Becky from accounting won. And she's a bitch. And she gets $500. And nobody <laughs> likes her.
1: It's like that's the same thing that happens to me with um, March Madness. Uh, never fails. Never fails. Who always wins the March Madness pool that you're in? Mm. Someone's girlfriend.
0: Someone's wife. Someone who didn't Uh, watch a lick of the games.
1: And so that's not me saying that she doesn't know anything about basketball. I'm saying that this one, this one doesn't know anything about basketball. Mm -hmm. Self-admitted doesn't know shit about basketball. I just
0: do it because that's what we do. I like that mascot, so I picked that team.
1: And here's me, like, breaking my neck, going over, you know, November, December matchups from, you know, the Mid American Conference Mm -hmm. and the Horizon League trying to figure out this 4 and 13 matchup. And here's this woman who's literally just throwing darts. Yep. Coming in with like a 70% clip. She's basically got the damn thing locked up before the final four. And you're like, all right, well. Who is it? Warren Buffett
0: that always does the million dollar. You get the
1: billion it's a billion I that's think. what like i have hundred yeah. it's a if it's a perfect bracket it's a billion is what he fronts yeah. and then i think there's something else where like whoever's in first place at the end
0: gets like cool, you can get
1: like a hundred million or something yeah. and but he like invites them there and he can buy you out mm-hmm. right in like a like, final
0: four, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's something like, or maybe it wasn't brackets, but it was something, I remember at the very end, it was like, you know, if the guy wins, if he, who he picks wins this matchup, all right, he'll get it. If he doesn't, he gets nothing. And like, everybody wants to be cool or cool, let it ride. Let me fucking tell you something. Someone aims if you a hundred million dollar check. Well, no, if you weigh, it was, I think it was like a $10 million check or a million dollars guaranteed from a hundred million to like a million or 10. And most people be like, oh my God. Yeah. But it's t- dude, cold, hard cash. Let me tell you, let me tell you how I would be able to sleep if I turned away a million dollars in hand for the chance at a hundred million, mm-hmm. even if it was a 50, 50 split, I know me. I know I know how life would treat me. Yeah. I know exactly what would happen. Just give me the million. Let's enjoy this basketball game, you and me, Mr. Iowa, and we'll all be happy.
0: Right, because at right. the end of the day that million, I'm paying off all the bills, I'm probably getting a new house, some new cars, and I still have five hundred thousand in a retirement fund to be sitting done with. And I'll just enjoy the game. I'm getting pissed drunk tonight. I'm gonna watch this game with Warren Buffett and we're gonna have a good time. He's Guy's picking up wearing- the tab anyways.
1: Right, guys wearing, like, New Balance sneakers from, like, right. 1993 and, like, an off-the-rack Joseph A. Bank suit. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, his uh, his bank statement weighs more than, like, uh, I don't know. I got nothing for that one. We get it. He's rich. Yeah. No, I didn't do too bad on that. I've actually, and so now that sports betting is legal, I've decided to try to figure out how to be a local sharp. Mm-hmm hmm Right? And so it all starts with math. I mean, think about it. Like James Holzhauer, all these like Jeopardy! guys, they all become like, you know, they, they're great poker players. So many poker players and professional gamblers literally don't care about sports. Yeah. Like that's not why they gamble on sports. They gamble on sports because it's math.
0: hmm
1: And they know if they can get to 53 54 55%, they're profitable and anything above that's just gravy, right? Yeah. So, I've got this. I got like three spreadsheets. I made a home tab for every team, and I'm tracking all this stuff trends on the road, you know, back to backs, you know, all that stuff. And then I've got um, some factual uh, stats, and I've got some formula. I got a formula table set out. So, I update it every day, and I plug it in. And what I'm trying to do is, like, I'm trying to set my own line with this stuff right and i compare it to what the real one is and i'm tracking data now to try to find which one of these outputs i've come up with seems to be the best each time right Mm -hmm. and then you know the whole part you know it sounds super easy um it's not and if it was the you know the books would lose and the books don't ever lose right but it's fun it's fun to do right and um I just hope my kids can still go to college one day. That's hey, all.
0: They're going to be able to go to Columbia when you're done.
1: You know what, guys? I think you'd be a great millwright. Let me tell you about the trades.
0: <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Pipe Fitters Association?
1: And, and just a PSA, uh, I, I love the trades. Our grandfather was a pipe fitter. That's right. Uh, m- my company only works with trades, union trades. So not putting them down. Just saying... I could pay for them to buy their books to mm-hmm. become an apprentice. Um, probably, probably not so much with uh, now, that, now that sports gambling is legal. I don't know about a four-year degree.
0: Yeah, I know. It seems a little more of a <clears throat> pipe dream. Um, skipping right off that one and moving on. So you had a decent week gambling, and you're working on continuing that trend. Uh, more power to you on that. You know who didn't have a good week this week? And this was yeah. some lady. If I cared enough, I'd look up her name or where she was from. But the gist of it is, she super glued her hair to her head. Yeah. I mean, that's what yeah. she did.
1: Yeah, the gorilla glue, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you like? Did you watch? Like, what? Tell me, you have the backstory on it because I, I, like, I tried I, I looking it up and
0: I didn't. It was the their spray adhesive, and I don't know if she was. She was trying to glue her weave on or, or whatever it was, which I didn't even know that was something that, that women look to do is is they use adhesive in general. I didn't know. I thought it, like, clipped on yeah, or just I mean, sat on it. So,
1: head. breaking news, um, young, middle-aged uh, white males have no idea how black hair care products mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's kind of what I got. The gist of it was that maybe, like, she was mistaken. Like it was supposed to be this other adhesive and they didn't realize until they're like, Holy shit. You've got like just this veneer across your head mm-hmm. and it hurts really bad. I, and so like, I don't know if that's the whole thing or what, but Holy shit. Cause when I saw the picture, I mean, it wasn't like they got like this side done. They're like, Hey guys, something's up. Mm-hmm. I, it was the whole fucking thing, man. Yeah. She looked like a glue stick. Yeah. And then she had to go to the hospital
0: and they and I, cut off the ponytail. And God, man.
1: I feel bad because like, this is where this is where that picture came from uh, on five gallon buckets that has like a baby submerged mm-hmm. in water and mm-hmm. that. And you're like, I mean, yeah, yeah. Don't put a baby in this bucket of paint. That's a good idea. Why are you telling me this? And so now, because this, Poor young lady, there's going to be a picture of like, hey, don't spray this gorilla glue on your fucking scalp. Yeah. It's not intended.
0: It's not. And and one thing that did make me a little irritated as I scanned through Twitter and saw the story is I see that she's considering legal action against Gorilla Glue or whoever the company is that owns them. Because it does say specifically on their label not to get in your eyes, skin, or on clothes. Well, it doesn't say anything about not using it as a hair care product.
1: So, like, oh, so that, I wa i wanted to be so kind to this poor young woman because she just went through this terribly traumatic experience. And even if it was a dumb idea on her part, you know, like I felt bad for her. Mm-hmm. Now, it's—it's uh, it's waning. I'm losing some. I drove. I drove a buddy of mine to Arizona back after. The big game 2009. Mm. He moved out there and he was like, Look, you want a road trip with me? And then you can stay and you can fly back. Cool. We're driving through the north part of Texas, like Amarillo. right? Just absolute barren wasteland. Right. It was like fallout. Right. That's what it looked like at sometimes on the highway. There was nothing there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we're getting into New Mexico. And every once in a while, we'd see these signs on the highway. That said, if highway covered with smoke, do not drive through. Hmm. And it made me so physically angry. And it, again, it's the same thing with the baby in a paint bucket.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That sign's there because someone was driving along a highway and it was covered in smoke from a wildfire or something. And they were just like, well, I got to get to my aunt's. Yeah, and this surely doesn't what you want mean me to anything do. important. And they just drove through it. And so I can't give those people benefit of the doubts now. I know. Well, same yeah. with her. I mean, yeah. Does not say, like, there's lots of, like, toothpaste.
0: Put do toothpaste not, in Do here. not eat.
1: Like, cool. Lubricants, right? You could keep a lubricant in your bathroom. I also keep toothpaste in the bathroom. Should I use that, that, that Crest 3D whitening?
0: Mm.
1: Next time it's uh, one-on-one time?
0: Probably not.
1: But it doesn't say – does it say don't jack off with this tartar control toothpaste?
0: I haven't seen that on there, to be fair.
1: Sounds like a lawsuit to me.
0: It does. I mean, we're almost getting to the point of I don't see a wet floor sign on this wet floor. Like, not that you're looking for it, but at some point, it's kind of like, all right, people, let's, let's – you know, don't, don't use your hair dryer in the, in the uh, shower.
1: How do you litigate okay. that, right? How, like, you're a judge, okay? It, it's your it. judge, and I'm a cat. And I say to you <laughs> on a Zoom call, <laughs> I tell you that my client had no way of knowing that this super powerful construction adhesive you buy from Home Depot, in fact, was not intended for her fucking scalp. How do you not just try to disbar me right there, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm aside from the fact that i'm an adorable cat
0: well there's that i mean it's like it's like jackie child's trying to prove that the coffee was too hot and that they affixed the lid to the coffee and which burned kramer's underpants now no matter the fact that he stuffed the coffee into his pants to sneak it into movie theaters it's the same thing yeah she put it on her own scalp and yeah it did say gorilla glue on there but it doesn't say anywhere that gorilla glue a is gonna hurt me and b shouldn't be on my head
1: oh my god my god May, may God have mercy on our again. Souls. This
0: is also coming from two bald men who would probably, if they had the chance, super glue some hair to their heads. So, yeah, I
1: mean, she might be onto something, and who knows? Maybe I shouldn't. I might just be being a hater right now because mm-hmm. she's about to get rich—at least paid to go away—and here I am, not so. True. You saw that thing with the cat, though, right? I did see the
0: cat. The lawyer the who lawyer, had the yeah. the the filter around for the cat. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic! I saw uh, a New York uh, New York Times have an article that one of the reporters got to the dude and interviewed him, and apparently it's all good fun. But
1: one of my my favorite part of the whole thing is the the line with it, right? So the judge says something. The first thing he says, he's like, "Um, "I am here. I am, in fact, not a cat." And the judge (laughs) is like, "Yes, I can see that. Yes, I am aware you are not a feline."
0: There are some very very minuscule silver linings in this crazy world we're in. Uh,
1: But like. I mean, was he just playing dumb and did it on purpose and was like, Oh
0: it's oops, it's gotta turn I mean, it I on.
1: I don't know how to turn it off.
0: I didn't read the story, but you know, it, it had to have been something like uh uh his grandson or son was zooming for class and put it on and he didn't realize it and then turned on his Zoom to do a court proceeding and you know. I just like it's that we're past was. the jack
1: off on Zoom phase. That we've learned from that, we have. Right?
0: It, it, this is a step in the correct direction. Putting on unnecessary growth. filters, yeah.
1: yeah. just don't jack off in front of a camera. Just wait and go into the bathroom, mm-hmm. and where you can find your toothpaste.
0: Definitely not in a court proceeding as well. That's probably yeah. not the best place.
1: Anyways, I mean, so uh, so I mean, we had a pretty good time. I, I'm still a little. I'm still a little. I'm not 100% from the big game festivities.
0: Mm. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm 100%. I'm definitely above 80, so that's about a wash anymore. A couple 5% here, 5% there.
1: I tell you what, I want to give myself some kudos because I was looking back. Um, I'm, allegedly, I posted a uh, the Irish coffee that you whipped up for us. Did I you? I spelled... I spelled every single word correctly in that Instagram post.
0: I didn't even know you posted it.
1: That was at Like midnight. No clue. Till the next day, I found a bunch of memes I sent some people in group chats. It was great because I got to see it again for the first time.
0: I did again. see. I did see. Cause some, I didn't
1: remember any of it.
0: I did see some DMs that I had sent some uh, certain people. And I went, "Oh, I don't remember doing that." <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be a little careful sometimes.
1: Oh gosh, man. I
0: do. I do Distinctly remember us uh, throwing dice in a Monopoly uh, uh, box while we watched Euro Trip and proceeded to drink heavily after the big game was over. Yeah, we
1: used actual Monopoly money for placeholders.
0: CVS wouldn't give morning. me dollar bills. I hand it, kept handing them twenties, and they kept saying, "Sir, we don't, we don't exchange money here." No one. That's because well. the
1: local strip club just down the street from it is back open now.
0: You would think they would do that more often. Put a surcharge. I think they do
1: more often. That's why they were out.
0: True. True.
1: Ma'am, but I uh, – what about the – so wrapping up the big game coverage, I mean, I think we have to touch on the pink leotard man, the streaker. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what do you think? was So for those who might not know, the guy who went streaking, there's a post alleging that someone ran into this guy at J. Alexander's uh, in Tampa and talked to the kid, and the kid allegedly put 50K – at plus 750 odds on a streaker happening. And so, which sounds right off the bat, like books aren't dumb. Like it'd be, Mm -hmm. I feel like it'd be really bad for them to put, Something like that that can so easily be manipulated I mean, there like was this kid allegedly did
0: there was that prop bet on a couple of different books i saw I saw the night of the game after that happened. some guys from covers and some other places I follow on Twitter said for those of you who want to know, there was a prop bet, and I do distinctly remember seeing seven fifty was seven fifty eight fifty was the number
1: well, so allegedly this kid put fifty grand down at plus seven fifty had his buddy in the fourth quarter his buddy ran out. To get tackled first as a diversion. Mm-hmm. And then he got out there. And the end of it is, allegedly, it was $1,000 to get out of jail. So he didn't get naked. He was smart, right? Mm-hmm. Showed his so, ass, but... Saw some ass cheeks, but you know, it's it's 2021. Mm-hmm. Everybody's showing their ass nowadays. That's right. So, um, yeah, so $1,000 to get out of jail. And then it pays like 365 mm-hmm. so he nets 364 Well, he nets 314 right? yeah now i don't think it's that smart to go around announcing that uh especially if the book finds out and then they you know i mean it's it's gonna be hard enough to get that money out anyways yeah i don't know if they never like, like to
0: there's got to be a manipulating something to where they can just kind of cancel your ticket right or you something would think like that. i
1: mean even without him doing that right like on the book, and like you're cashing out, I'm like, okay, let me just do a quick search mm-hmm. at the Tampa Bay you know county Sheriff's Office for your last name. yeah, because you happened to hit for fifty grand on a plus seven fifty. Whoops, it was you that did it. Yeah, no bet. but good for him. I mean, I hope it works out for.
0: Him. I mean, if true and he does get the money, nothing bad happens outside of a misdemeanor. I mean, you know more you know. More power to you, man! You Just made four hundred thousand idea. dollars.
1: Yeah. One more great idea someone else had, except for us. Seems Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Alex.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: But now that that's gone, right? It's out of here. Moving on to hope. Actually, next week, uh, spring training starts. I got to mm-hmm. get. I want to get that book going too. Baseball. Mm-hmm. I got a whole thing. I got a whole thing. I want to try to figure it all out. I'm just gonna.
0: You're trying to rain man this whole situation <laughs> here. Uh,
1: I'm I'm halfway there. I just got to get the part where I can gamble properly. Um, but we'll we'll do that later. Maybe if I can figure out anything on this, we can make uh, we can make a little gambling fun. Or worst case, we'll just call Dan and we'll have Dan on like once. He knows a what he's something. talking about, especially once horses start running especially once I kind of can't wait
0: for some horse racing to get on these apps get me going. Absolutely. Oh, it's Absolutely gonna be fantastic.
1: But let's let's move let's let's move ourselves from that. Right. Um, I'm literally just shooting from the hip here. I okay. mean, I'm just uh, I I don't have B-roll, I don't have notes, I don't have anything <laughs> prepared. I'm just living in the now.
0: Well, I got something for your now. So, we all remember that time when Darth Vader did the whole I'm your father thing to Luke, right? Yep. Spoiler yep. alert.
1: Actually, most people probably think it's at the end of the movie. It's in the, the half...
0: It's, it's like, like the 60% middle of the through. Second. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Luke clearly doesn't uh, pick up the family business as uh, Darth would want him to do. Do you think if it was like a cooler gig, Luke would have been on board? Like, Sith... You got to hang out with this old dude the whole time. I'm not, I'm not big on that. We get to look out a big window on a spaceship and not really do anything. But like if, if the family business was like owning and operating like a Jimmy John's or something, I think it would have been more like into it.
1: I don't know if it was so much what he had to do. I was major stepdad vibes though. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh,
1: oh, yeah. You're my father. Cool, man. Yeah. Your name might be on the birth certificate there, Darth, Mm -hmm. right? But you're not my dad. Fuck you, Jerry. That's right. You're not my dad.
0: It's more of a rebellious phase than I don't want to be a Sith Lord. I don't think that really had factored into it.
1: No, I don't even think he got to that part. Mm-hmm. I literally think it was like, you're not my dad. Stop kissing my mom. I don't want to go to Chili's with you.
0: Yeah, no. I don't care how many appetizers you buy for me.
1: Stop calling me that. I'm not your son, damn it. I mean, Where were you at on Tatooine?
0: That's right. That's 18 nowhere years. Nowhere to ahead. be found. Leave me on that desert planet.
1: Sitting here, I had to build speed. I had to build speeders, and I had to race to the death when I was mm-hmm. like fucking six. And you want me to just? Oh, hey, I know. I'm sorry. I tried to kill you, but you know,
0: it, it's very. Un... Want to
1: come meet my boss? Want to come to take your kid to work day? Well, and that's the Fuck thing. You.
0: That's the thing too, right? It's like so. This entire time, I have this relationship. All of a sudden, with my grown adult son. And then I just want you to come work with me for the rest of eternity or for the rest of your natural life. I'll pass. Thank you very much. No, hey, i man, I'm like good.
1: You couldn't have took me to like a baseball game first?
0: Right. Take me to have my first beer somewhere. This is just what we're show doing. Show up.
1: Get the fuck out of here. Couldn't have took me to Moisele's? Got mm-hmm. me some of that blue milk. That's right. No. Take your kid to work day.
0: For eternity. He's a
1: fucking lame That's what it was. It's all it was. Big Jerry stepdad vibes.
0: Yeah, it's basically, he, would just, he was like, I, I just need an assistant to file, file these reports. I'm not doing them. I, <laughs> I gotta get somebody to do these.
1: It's funny he shows up as soon as, you know, as soon as he's got this uh, untapped potential power mm. coming to the surface. Oh, what's that? You got a full-ride scholarship to North Carolina? Mm. I'd like to come visit you at school sometime. I'd like to come spend some time with you. No, you can't sleep on my couch.
0: Find your own place to stay. It's it's very much like right when you get your driving permit and your dad needs to go buy you some cigarettes at the store. Oh, now you can drive, big boy. All right. Why don't you go get the groceries this time?
1: (laughs) I'm sorry you were drafted to play quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm -hmm. I'm your father.
0: Nice to meet you. (laughs)
1: Let's spend time together. If you don't, I'll cut your fucking arm off.
0: Well, there's that. How good's that jump shot now, Luke? That's I right. you wish you didn't back talk to me now.
1: Yeah, um I also wanted to bring this up and it's kind of going back, but because you brought the movie angle in, um I spent a lot of time early Monday morning screaming at you and at Mike about Pierce Brosnan. And I just want to put it out there into the ether that at my best in my life there's not a doubt in my body that I could beat the shit out of Pierce Brosnan. Mm.
0: Former James Bond.
1: And, and I want to take it a step further. There's not a doubt in my body that you, at your best, could beat the shit out of Pierce Brosnan.
0: I appreciate the confidence.
1: It, look at, the. I'm getting worked up again. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll put a poll out there, okay? We'll ask, we'll ask everybody out there. If they think them at their best, at their drunkest, or at your worst, whenever you pick you pick your point in life, could kick Pierce Brosnan's ass. Cause I'm positive like sixty-five percent of the populace, not just male populace, the populace, at one point in their life could have beat Pierce Brosnan's ass.
0: Well, the interesting part is is what when was Pierce Brosnan's peak, right? Because James Bond, he's still like forty something when he's James Bond. Is it, Remi- Is it Remington Steel Pierce Brosnan back when he's like in his Thomas late twenties? Thomas Crown Affair, right? I mean, whatever. Mama Mia, <laughs> yeah, Joker, what? yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like Mama, Mi- they should strike every Pierce Brosnan James Bond from record because of that. Oh, you are in Mama Mia? Mm. Yeah, well, let that carry you to fame. Let that be known for all of eternity.
0: He was in Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, and he got his ass kicked by an old lady.
0: True. An old lady man, though.
1: He got hit in the head with a piece of fruit and didn't do anything about it. <laughs> she ripped off his Mercedes Benz hood ornament. Yeah. And he just took it. He's a he's a, he's a cuck, man.
0: I, I mean, you're not making any wrong points here.
1: I, well, facts are facts, okay? And
0: well, so here's the thing: is we're, we're, we seem to be lining up a main card fight night thing here. I got Vladimir Putin. You got Pierce Brosnan. I don't know which one's the main event.
1: I'm gonna. We should call. We should call uh, Big Cat and PFT commentator and see if we can get on the next Rough and Rowdy. And I'll fight Pierce Brosnan.
0: You'll get Pierce Brosnan. I'll get Vladimir.
1: I don't know if I want to be in the same room as you fighting Vladimir Putin. I just don't.
0: So his problem is he's gonna he's gonna
1: And I don't think it's his problem. I think it's you're gonna find out it's gonna be your problem <laughs> is you're going about this
0: all wrong. He's gonna ride in shirtless on a Kodak brown bear after just taking an ice bath somewhere. And have like have like uh brass knuckles that have razor blades with little pieces of cyanide stuck on them coming so out. Well there, oh, there's
1: definitely gonna be cyanide. Right. I mean that is just an absolute certainty. Um I don't know. I just, I I felt offended that, like, I'm the only, am I the only person on this hill that just thinks Pierce Brosnan's an absolute mark? I guess we'll find out. I mean, that's. I think
0: you're being a little aggressive with it. He was, he does, you don't get to be a James Bond just by doing nothing around here, right? You got to have some type of something.
1: Well, what's the something he had? Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. That's all I needed to hear. All I needed to hear. Anyways. Really I, will, I, will not, I, I don't even need you anymore. What, right. uh, what, what do you got?
0: Well, I think we're going to take a little stroll and find our way into cocktail hour. Beautiful. All right. everyone. You know what? For me, me too.
1: I feel like Tom Cruise in a <laughs> cocktail.
0: <laughs> All righty. Well, so today we're going to do a, a cocktail that um is near and near i don't know about deer we're just going to use it near and dear at least geographically uh to our hearts uh it's a a beverage that comes from prohibition um as all great cocktails i find do uh it is the last word um we've talked about this before you and me off air i i believe um so this comes from the early 1900s, around 1915 ish time, um, uh, from the Detroit Athletic Club, Athletic Club downtown, right across the street. Or it's where is it at? It's in between uh, where the Opera House is and kind of where Cromerica Park is, right in Yeah, that it's right off the back
1: of like the uh, oh, what's that hotel that's now owned by Greek Town?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been down there what seems like ages. It does feel like it's been about 10 years. But anyways, Detroit Athletic Club was a big place back in the days where all the high-class, if you will, people went and partied at. Um, There's uh, a lot of history in that building. Uh, The people that attended there, there's uh, um, some civil rights uh, history that happened there. There was a walk through the front door of um, African-American uh activists as they were only allowed to come in through the side door and participate only in certain areas of the of the club they marched right through uh singing and and chanting uh and and put on a great display there of unity in addition to that there's this fantastic cocktail um it's (laughs) i don't know if that's disrespectful i don't mean it to be
1: moving on here's the liquor
0: listen i only have so much i have a finite amount of time i can use and so this uh, is, no it's fine it's about. fine it just
1: really <laughs> took me by surprise so and after the water cannons were put away they <laughs> washed it down with this
0: drink that's right uh so so this cocktail was made famous at, at in the in 1915s uh area and it was generally forgotten and then brought back in the Late '90s and definitely in about 2008 in New York, it, it came back. Um, so it's a it's a simple cocktail. It's a equal parts of gin, green chartreuse, maraschino liqueur, uh, fresh lime juice, and then garnished with a brandied cherry. So it's basically all those ingredients equally uh, proportioned. So an ounce each, if you like, um, shaken with ice, uh, and then double strained into a chill coupe glass with your brandied cherry on it. it, it it's a you know, it's similar to, um, let's see, the Corpse Survivor number two, just kind of mm-hmm. take out the absinthe absinthe rinse. I mean, it's got different ingredients, but the idea of sweet citrus and then spirit is is a very prohibition era type of cocktail, and that's what you see here. And people regard this as one of like the staple prohibition cocktail and the most perfect representation of these types of cocktails.
1: Yeah, it's uh. It's so weird because you know gin at a time was thought as a woman's drink, right? Clear liquor was was marketed for the female especially during like prohibition coming from England, right? Mm. Gin was made and was made a, to be a bit sweeter to send over here. Um that was just the market. And so you find a lot of these old ones. You've got the like when I first started drinking gin Short of just having tonic water and a citrus, I really didn't think of all these other you know flavors and and the sweetness profile to it uh and it's it almost takes a bit to get used to because it's just not not what I had envisioned uh, I like this a lot um I prefer it over like you said w- which kind of took the words out of my mouth the corpse survivor, and that's only because. Sometimes the absinthe rinse can just be, I don't want to say overpowering, um, but I guess that might be it. Um, If you're not a big fan of black licorice, you know, absinthe and and that smell can kind of put you off. I gave this um, a 7, a straight 7. And part of it is just because it is so uh, revered, right? I mean, the chartreuse and the gin... Um, and the maraschino cherry or the, the brandy cherry, uh, it's all super simple. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's like something else that like kind of carries with it. Right. Because like you said, like what the, what the history is about it, but, uh, it's a good drink. It's a nice drink. A lot of history to it. Uh, seven Wimbledon woodies. All right. Well, moving off of, uh, drinks onto food, of course, mhm I don't know if you and I have ever had this conversation, honestly, but what style pizza is your favorite? Hmm. So New York, obviously thin, floppy, delicious, uh, Chicago deep is deep dish sauce on top. You know the deal. And then obviously Detroit style, uh, uh, a deep dish, but not like a Chicago style square pan pizza style of those. What is your, what is your go-to?
0: I mean, if my, my, I've had all three of them in each city that they belong, which is something that I think everybody should try to do. Um, New York style thin. Both as a style of of, of like the, the the texture of the pizza, the type of it, and generally how it tastes, I think I like the best. But I can't count out Detroit style. I mean, I eat it probably once a week. There's probably Detroit style somehow getting into me. Whether it's, but a lot of times it's fast food Detroit style, like your Jets pizzas and such. They do mm-hmm. a Detroit style. That's not real. A buddy's Detroit style is fantastic, but I think for me it is it is a New York. A nice just slice from somewhere. It's New York pizza. Yeah,
1: right. I mean, without a doubt. Now that brings me to my second point. Okay, Chicago style pizza is not pizza. No,
0: no, it is a casserole. Yes, as, as the great John Stewart once said, it's a casserole. <laughs>
1: I mean, you just
0: it's, yeah, it's a swimming pool for rats, as he would say. I
1: I don't understand. It's a bowl of
0: of tomato sauce. It's a bread bowl with tomato sauce in it. Yeah, That's like what I feel it like is. I'm
1: at Panera
0: right and, and, and i don't and it's always it, it's always too much right if you went to panera they'd give you a small bowl of bread filled with whatever they stuffed in there here her it, at it's a 20 pound monstrosity
1: like i feel like if i got just really just like high on not the good stuff right not the fun like uh you know devil's lettuce mm-hmm. but like something like remember bad. when something bad mem- for you yeah, remember when that crocodile came out from like uh, Eastern Europe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Western Russia, mm-hmm. right? And it was like paint thinner, motor oil, whatever. Yep. And it was like a replacement for heroin. And it was just all these terrible garage chemicals. And it started peeling people's skin off.
0: Mm-hmm. Gangrene up the wazoo.
1: Yeah, it feels like if I did some of that shit right to the head, right? And someone was like, make a pizza, Chicago style might be what I might come up with. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it has no bearing or semblance to real pizza.
0: It's something that that you can take, I don't know, solace is the right word. When we were all kids, in middle school, in high school, back when bullying was more acceptable, uh, when you used to see people sit at your table and eat with a fork and knife the slice of pizza that you got from the daily lunch counter, we used to all haze them and say... Just
1: the worst things ever. Yeah, the worst things you
0: could possibly say as a a 14-year-old.
1: I'm 33. I won't say those things. No,
0: no. And so take that and then say, okay, I'm ordering now this large pizza where your only option. It's not that I'm choosing to eat my Chicago style with a knife and fork. If I try to pick this up with my hands, it'll be the end of my own existence.
1: Like do I I need need a spoon?
0: Right. And so forcing people to use fork and knife when we all know from growing up experience that that is the incorrect way to eat a pizza it's, it's, it's an Italian pot pie. That's it's not bad. It's an Italian pot pie. That's not bad. Italians might take offense to that because they don't like Chicago style pizza.
1: I mean, well, I mean, what do you want me to do here, right? It's a, it's a ragu pot pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. That sounds better. It's fine. If you, if you really didn't like it, you should have stopped them, right? You shouldn't have let it become a thing, but they True. did. All right. Well, I just, you know, so
0: benito mussolini invading chicago just to put an end to the deep dish hey you know what he was a bad guy but if he would have done that it would have been a little less worse got a little
1: bit more uh favor with the locals Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. saying just saying anyways I, i just i won't get into why but it's been something that's been every time every time i see it i just get more and more angry
0: Oh, also, since since we're on uh, just angry food tidbits for a moment, and since we are discussing Chicago, there's two places in the known world that are allowed to name things conies, And it is New York, Coney Island, and vendors there, even though sometimes they irritate me, and Detroit. Maybe the broader Detroit area, we can stipulate to that a bit. If I see... Anybody else in the country try to call the garbage they put on a hot dog a Coney dog, I'm going to lose my mind. Because what they end up doing is putting chili with beans in it on dogs, shredded cheese, and then God knows what New, uh, Chicago is doing over there. Because it's their monstrosities is what they are.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I haven't found anywhere predominantly across the country that tries to do Coney dogs. I mean, I think the real enemy is four hours to the south of us in Cincinnati. They're chilly. Skyline chili is absolutely awful. It's It's an abomination. It's disgusting. And I don't know what the, and this is aside from the whole spaghetti thing. Mm. I I don't get that, right? It's it's terrible. It's It's awful.
0: It's not good.
1: And so there's, here in Detroit, there's an argument between, like, Flint style and Detroit style, where Flint style is, like, far more meaty. It ain't it, it cheap. If you like but,
0: ground beef on your hot dogs, fine, don't. Yeah,
1: and they, if you want a loose burger, you could get one of those at, you know, Lafayette. Mm-hmm. You can get the ground loose ground beef on it. That's fine. That's fine. But that's just not it. Um, but, yeah, I think we can all kind of lump ourselves together and agree that the real true enemy is Skyline Chili. Because it's absolutely terrible.
0: I agree. Yeah, no, no. And just for any anybody who doesn't know, a coney dog is steamed bun, a frank, a kosher frank, no bean chili, and then a, a strip uh, of mustard, sweet onions. Yep. And then uh, freshly chopped sweet onions, uncooked. That's it. There's nothing else. And then you what eat it in your them hands. That's, uh... All right. Sorry, we were getting into. Uh pet pee foods and that's something that always gets into under my skin. Also, I just want to say during this lockdown, I haven't been downtown and I I haven't had a Lafayette Coney in over a year and I might die from, from Coney deprivation.
1: Yeah. Once the weather breaks, I I propose, uh, we just take a field trip Mm -hmm. and I'll just stand outside on the, on the street corner. Yeah. I think they got, I think they got in trouble for, uh, breaching some uh state rules
0: i probably wouldn't put it past him.
1: well that's the cool thing about that place though right you walk into it and you're like oh man i shouldn't touch anything Mm -hmm. this is disgusting you ever gone to the bathroom in the basement oh Oh, my god but like that's part of the thing right Mm -hmm. there's something endearing about like look how fucking disgusting this place
0: is i bet
1: you this food is delicious
0: and boy you'd be right
1: and I don't, I don't know, like, where does that come? That's like the worst fight or flight mechanism in the human mind, mm-hmm. right? Like, normally you should say, like, uh, E. coli bad," and I have no proof that it's in here. But if I were to just paint a picture, it might look something like this.
0: Right? I've, I've been saying for years, there's a my favorite taco place that's down the road from me. Uh, I've been saying ever since I've started going there. I don't think this place could pass a health inspection. It's got the best tacos I've ever had in my entire life there, and I eat there almost every week. Yeah,
1: that's why you eat there. If they came through and they cleaned that shit up and replaced the soggy, wet like uh, ceiling tile, ceiling, you got new uh, covers on the booths, Mm -hmm. right? So it wasn't just stuffing falling out and spring Mm -hmm. shoving up your ass. You'd be like, oh gross yeah.
0: sellouts if i want if i wanted to eat at an applebee's i'd just go eat at an applebee's
1: yeah if i wanted to get drunk and have the cops called on me i go to chili's that's right anyways
0: oh, oof i think i dread a... it though I
1: what Huh.
0: no go ahead I, i'm
1: i was just gonna i dread i mean we're now in that time that we talked about the what do now i mean it's it's february 9th right now finally getting cold here in michigan which it always does right it waits till you're tired of winter and that's when it really shows up
0: yeah really starts hurting your face
1: and all i want to do is barbecue open the front door maybe
0: Mm -hmm. that'd be nice
1: but no and so now i I, like i got nothing i got sports ball is over for now Mm -hmm. got the nba but you know I want to go outside. I want to. I want to get in the garage. I want to be back in my natural habitat. Damn. That's it. right.
0: Well, you know, I mean, it's going to be cold till about July here, uh, but at some point when the sun comes out and the days go a little longer, uh, we might just have to get the heater out and just kickstart it a little early in the garage. Maybe. Maybe Fun when it's maybe me. when it's not like, I don't know, like sub zero. But like once it gets up to like the twenties, maybe we, Where can we get don't out have there. to
1: knock off the permafrost. That's right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, why don't you uh, why don't you get the business? I'm gonna finish nursing the rest of this hangover. I need to go to bed, and then uh, hopefully, hope hopefully by the end of the week. That's that's the worst thing about getting older, right? They, I knew I was in for a two dayer when we started mm. drinking for the the big game on Sunday, and sure enough, two days on, and I'm still not feeling great.
0: And we did do some damage though, so that's always nice. At least it wasn't we had six beers of pop, and we felt this way No, we, we, yeah, we it was really, well we really, deserved yeah we we put the work in.
1: that's right.
0: all right, well, as you guys should all know by now, you can uh, hit us up at garagetimepod at gmail dot com uh follow us on all our socials, instagram at garagetime, Twitter at garagetime, and Facebook at garage time as well uh our patreon patreon.com dot slash garagetime. And, you know, I say this every week, the most important thing, make sure you're following and subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all the successful podcasting services. Um, That way you get our our new episodes right when they drop. So when you're hungover after the next big sports ball event, you can listen to the dulcet tones of Adam and Alex.
1: That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Also, shout out Sacramento, Queens. Keep going. You're halfway there. I need you money line.
0: Yeah, the lightning really just screwed Anyways. me on my bet, so.
1: Did you, yeah, well, ice cold, Fade Alex coming in a, a month or so. We're going to dress fine. something up. All right, well, um, until then, keep your bets warm, but mm. keep those beers cold.